What's up, peeps? As always, I'm your host, Lee Bentz, and this is the AEW Insider, Movies and More edition. All right, we got the weekend box office, top 10 horror film openings of all time, some new trailers this week, what's opening this week, new video games this month, and a little bit of movie news. So let's get to it. This weekend's box office, number one, of course, was It Chapter 2. It raked in $91 million, which is insane because number two only pulled in a million and uh, three quarters, which is insane. That's the second place. So that it beat it by like $89 million. Um, we all knew it was going to be a big opening, but it's actually only the second biggest horror opening of all time. I'll tell you what number one is in a minute. Number two who was number one for two weeks in a row was Angel Has Fallen. Like I said, it only made a million seven hundred and fifty compared to its ninety one million. Number three was Good Boys. Number four was The Lion King. And number five was Overcomer. Now, an honorable mention I want to bring up is number seven. It's a movie called The Peanut Butter Falcon. It's been out for five weeks already. It just broke number seven. Last week, it was number 12. It's a great film, and I'm glad it's making some money and getting noticed. Uh, it does star Shia LaBeouf. What it is, it's about this mentally retarded guy. That's not Shia LaBeouf. It's another guy, and this kid's dream is to be a professional wrestler. So he befriends Shia LaBeouf, and he pretty much talks talks him into taking him on a journey to get him to a wrestling school and to be a wrestler and all this crazy shit happens. It's an excellent movie so definitely check out the Peanut Butter Falcon. Help those guys out. Alright, now, now we have the top 10 horror film openings of all time. Number 1 was actually It Chapter 1. It made $123.4 million. So if, if Chapter 2 made about 25% less with $91 million, which is number 2, but nobody gives a shit. That's amazing for horror. Number 3 was 2018's Halloween with $76.2 million. Number 4 was Us with 71. And number 5 was The Nun with 53. We also have 6 is Paranormal Activity. 7 is The Conjuring. Number eight is Paranormal Activity 2. Uh, number nine is Friday the 13th, part, no, part, part, excuse me, Friday the 13th, 2009, the remake. And number 10 was The Conjuring 2. So that's actually your top 10 horror movie openings of all time as of yesterday. Opening this weekend, we do have Hustlers. It does star J-Lo, Jennifer Lopez, and Cardi B in her first movie. Normally, with that kind of cast and this vibe, it would not be a movie for me, but this shit looks awesome. It's based on a true story I remember reading about a lot a few years back. Uh, it's legit. Um, it's about some strippers. They get treated like crap by the guys who come in. They want sex from them, take advantage of them, yada yada. Even though it is give and take both ways, but these chicks treat a lot of Wall Street guys because they're in New York City. These guys come there, treat them like shit, and are arrogant assholes, but they got tons of money. So these strippers team up together in ways to screw them out of the money. Get them, like, really, really fucking wasted, but have them sign. Like, say they only did something for 2000 that night, they'll get them fucked up and say that was $50,000 worth of shit. So these girls are balling, then the cops get involved. It's fucking awesome. So definitely check out Hustlers this weekend. 
And then we have The Haunt. Now, I didn't even know this was coming to the theaters. I thought this was going to be video on demand or straight to video, what have you. Um, it's about a Halloween group. Uh, it's about on Halloween, a group of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. Ooh. The night turns deadly as they come to a horrifying realization that some of the nightmares are real. Now, this movie is produ produced by Eli Roth, who made such modern horror and classics as Hostel, Cabin Fever, and The Green Inferno. So that does give me a tad bit of hope about it. So if you see it playing in your town, definitely check it out if you love horror. It's The Haunt. All right. I have two movie reviews for you this week. The first is It Chapter 2. Now, my daughter and I watched this movie last night, and I loved it. It was really good. If you're a fan of It Chapter 1, you're going to fucking love it. If you didn't like Part 1, you're not going to love it. I'm a fan of the book. Yes, I read it. I'm an avid reader. I'm a fan of the original corny old television slash miniseries movie they made, and I'm a fan of the new ones. Uh, it too was great. Um, it's it, it, To my opinion, it's a little bit long, but not in a bad way. I mean, I don't know if you cannot say it in a bad way, but even though it was a little bit long, it's not like I was bored at any time in a film. I just think they could have did it a lot quicker. That's all. But it was two hours of 40 minutes, the version we've seen. And it was fucking great. Pennywise is great. It was a little bit gory this time. It was fucked up. Uh, the loser clubs are all grown up. They moved away. Anybody who moved away pretty much totally forgot about it and what happened as a kid or their promise, what have you. Don't even remember how they got the scar in their hands when they made the blood thing, which is fucking crazy. Uh, a tragic, a tr something tragic happens and that gets them all to come back to Derry. When they're there, the black kid whose family burned in the fire from part one, he never left the town. So he's trying to convince them to stay. So it's pretty fucking crazy, man. They got to team up together. There's stuff they have to do to get ready and go fight fucking it. So, I mean, they wrapped the ending up pretty nice. It's Of course, it's not the book ending with the turtle, what have you. I mean, that'd be retarded to explain and get on screen, but there is a cool nod to it. Uh, what you call it, they did follow the book closely. The fucked up parts of the book, the fucked up scenes are definitely in the movie. So like I said, if you're a fan, you're going to love it. And I'm not going to tell you who it is, but there is a major fucking cameo in there. Had no idea this person was going to be in the movie. And when this person was on screen for a few minutes, I was fucking fanboying the fuck out. It was amazing. Uh, so definitely check out it too. I do give it eight out of 10 stars. Uh, the second movie I watched this week is one we covered on the movie show last week and a week before. It was called The Fanatic. I told you guys I was going to watch these. Uh, the Fanatic was directed by Limp Bizkit's lead singer, Fred Durst, literally. And it stars John Travolta and Final Destination and Eminem stand video star Devin Sawa. Now, John Travolta plays a fan. He's a huge fan of this action horror sci-fi guy. Uh, Devin Sawa plays the guy who's the hero. So, um, what you call it? They have an encounter. It doesn't really go well. John Travolta doesn't like that and goes to a little bit more of extreme measures to meet the his biggest, you know, the the guy who's the fan of. Um, but the movie kind of fucks up. They don't, they, like, John Travolta is supposed to 
being a bad guy because of the shit he does, but at the same time, the guy's slow. Like, he's not all there. He's a little mentally retarded, so you feel bad for him also. And then the guy you feel bad for because all the shit happens to him or could happen what happens, but the guy's a real, real asshole, the actor. So they never distinguish who's really the good guy or bad guy. So, I mean, I don't know. Uh, the twist at the end is just fucking so retarded, you'll laugh. But the movie is what it is. If you, like, you know it's directed by Fred Durst. You know it's got John Travolta and his misses out of his many hits that he's had. So if you go into it knowing and thinking it is what it is about a crazy guy who's an Uber fan who does some fucked up shit, you're going to like it. So, I mean, it's just absurd. It's a good time. It's fucking retarded. But I do give the fan, actually, a 7 out of 10 stars. All right, on the movie trailers, the first one is one called Lucky Day. It actually stars Crispin Glover. It looks really interesting and like a good film. It's about a guy who gets out of jail. It's his first day out of jail. He's got his wife, his daughter waiting for him. He's a lucky man to have a second shot at life. But he was in jail for a bank robbery that went bad, and some people got killed in that bank robbery. Well, one of the guys who got killed, his little brother, is a professional foreign assassin. And he wants revenge on a guy who just got out of jail. He wants his ass. So it looks fucking awesome. You know Crispin Glover, he only takes fucked up obscene crazy movies like Willard, George McFly from Back to the Future, uh, what you call Friday the 13th. He's done a couple of them. But his career is the best. It's like he sits home and tells people, his agent, Hollywood, don't fucking pick up that phone or waste my time unless you have a role that is absolutely insane over the top, fucking nutty, obscene, people's jaws are going to be dropped open, but it's written well, you know what I mean, and he just does it, he's amazing, all right, and then, uh, all right, well, actually, we're going to take a break real quick, we're about to hit the 10 minute mark, when we get back, I do have more movie trailers you got to check out, I also do have movie news, and I have video games that are coming out this month, so definitely join us again on the AEW Insider, we'll be right back, peeps. All right, peeps, we're back with the second half of Movies and More with the AEW Insider. Back to movie trailers. Now, I didn't even know this movie was getting done. If so, I would have been hyped about it, dying to see the trailer, what have you. It's actually another movie of, uh, excuse me, another remake of the famous cult horror movie classic, Black Christmas. Now, Black Christmas 1 is amazing. It was done like in 1974 or some shit like that, don't quote me. It's about a bunch of sorority sisters in the house, maybe the night before Christmas, what have you, and uh, one of them disappears, and they're wondering what happened to her. They start getting phone calls from a pervy guy, and then he gets serious, and then they find out the phone calls are coming from the house, and they start getting bumped off one by one. For the time it came out in the 70s and how dark the movie is, it's so fucked up, but it's amazing. Then in 2004 or 2009, I forget, they made a remake of Black Christmas. That one, you either absolutely love it or you absolutely hate it. We here at the AEW Insider absolutely fucking love it. The Black Christmas remake is not as good as the first, of course, but it is amazing. Bloody, gory, over the top, fucked up. It's great. Uh, this new one looks absolutely like a piece of shit. My jaw was dropped. I can't even believe they have the bull 
balls that put the name fucking Black Christmas on this piece of shit. And I didn't even see it yet. It had to be that the rights were going to expire or something and they had to put it out to keep them. But how fucking dare they? Uh, this movie is an all-female cast, it looks like, like the other ones, which isn't a bad thing. If it's done right, I'm all for it. But it looks like shit. It's got the killer, of course. One chick doesn't go home. They show it. It takes place different from the other one. But by the end of the movie, you could tell these chicks are like for armor and just to look cool and weapons. They've got Christmas lights like wrapped around their fists, Christmas wreaths and fucking garland wrapped around their body. They've got stupid Christmas shit for weapons and they're all going to team up and take this killer out. I'm all for girl power, but it looks so badly done. I'm so fucking mad. But if you want, check out the trailer for Black Christmas. It's done by Blumhouse, Bloomhouse, what have you. Then we do have a trailer for Just Mercy. It stars Creed's Michael B. Jordan, Jamie Foxx, and Brie Larson. It looks amazing. Like, I don't like period pieces, but this is like a time to kill. It's about this guy who graduated from Harvard, a lawyer. He could have got his pick of lucrative jobs, could have went whatever he wanted. Instead, he goes to Alabama to defend those who he feels is wrongly condemned and accused. Uh, with the support of a local advocate, which is Brie Larson, Captain Marvel. Uh, on his first and most famous case, it's for a guy called Walter McMillan, who in 1987 was sentenced to die for the notorious murder of an 18-year-old girl, despite there being overwhelming evidence proving that he's innocent. So it looks fucked up. So definitely check out the trailer for Just Mercy. Uh, then they re-released the trailer for Knives Out. Knives Out looks awesome. You know how much I hype Ready or Not? It looks like that, but done better. It's about a family who all go to their great-grandfather's house. He's totally rich. They all want his money, and he dies that night. Um, actually, somebody kills him. So I guess the following day, what have you, a detective shows up and a cop, and it's a whodunit. You gotta find out which one of the family members did it. Uh, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis in it, Don Johnson, Daniel Craig, Captain America, Chris Evans, and more. The family looks off the fucking chain. They look insane. They want that money. It looks like what Ready or Not should have been done. Should have been. But I hope this movie actually gets its due and makes some money like Ready or Not should should have. Should have. Don't mind me. Ready or Not, like I said, you know, I was hyped for it. The first half of the movie wasn't that great. The second half was a lot better. They did release a second trailer for Dr. Sleep. If you don't know what Dr. Sleep is, it's actually a true sequel to the movie The Shining, you know, Stephen King's. Uh, the little boy from The Shining, Danny, he's actually grown up now. He's like in his 30s, and he's pretty much an alcoholic. He's pretty much a male nurse also. Uh, they call him Dr. Sleep in the units he works in because he actually goes to people in hospice and helps them carry over to the side. When they're dying, he makes the transition of dying easier so they can, you know, go and be dead. So he's called Dr. Sleep, but he still gets visions of ghosts and all that shit like he did as a child. He even still sees some of the people, the ghosts he's seen from the Outlook Hotel in the original Shining. So it's fucked up. Um, he starts getting these fucking visions or feeling this day of a little girl who has the Shining too. He's not the only one, of course, and she needs help. There's this group of gypsies who drive around in RVs, which was always creepy to me when I read the book because you always see a couple RVs driving in a row. 
Well, they do that. And their leader is this chick with a black top hat. What these people are is they actually feed off the shine, the shining, that power. To live and survive and stay young, they have to feed on that. So, of course, if they got to kill people to get that shine, the people have the power of the shining, they're going to go after little people because they're easier to kill. So, of course, they're after this little girl and Danny wants to save her. So you definitely got to check out fucking Dr. Sleep when it comes out or read the book like now. Uh, what you call it. And the, the, from the trailers, it looked like they stuck to the book. So I'm very happy about that. Now, some honorable mentions this week for coming for movies, coming attractions are Gretel and Hansel. It's a take on a famous tale, Hansel and Gretel, but it's a horror movie. It's supposed to be fucked up, but the trailer looks like shit. The only cool thing in the trailer is literally the very last shot of it. And that's not good enough to sell me on the whole movie. Uh, also, we have the true story. It's a movie called The Great Alaskan Race. There's also another one called Jojo Rabbit. It looks insane. Like, this kid's a Nazi. Maybe Hitler's son. I'm pretty sure because I've seen Hitler in it. So I don't know if he actually plays Hitler's son or whatever. But it's about a little kid being in the war at that time. And it looks so over the top and fucked up. You don't know if it's half real. Half his imagination would have you. But that's Jojo Rabbit. And then there's another one called Boy Genius. It looks like what the title says. All right, real quick video games this month. September is a de decent month for video game releases. At this time of year, I hold off on buying games. I still play it. I love the PS4 I'm getting the Stadia. Uh, I wait till Black Friday. If you wait till Black Friday, all the newest titles will be on sale anywhere from $20 to $30 instead of the full price of 60 Literally. The two hottest titles, which will probably be Borderlands and Gears of War uh, 5, Borderlands 3, will be on sale for 30 Everything else you want will be 25 or 20 so it's fucking dope. But that's what's coming this month. We do have Gears of War 5. You're an Xbox guy, Gears of War fan. You know you fucking guys love this game. It's amazing. People have been waiting for this, and it looks dope AF. We also have the release of Borderlands 3. If you like to go alone or go with a crew, you just keep fighting, killing, bloody, and uh, you get rewards, better guns, what have you. It's a classic. It's it's uh, what you call really bloody and gory, but it's done in cel-shaded cartoon graphics. It's so dope. But definitely check out Borderlands 3 if you want to have a loot fest and a good time. And then for the Nintendo Switch, they do have The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. There's so many Zelda games anymore, even though I know the most are amazing, I don't even bother. But this one catches my eye. Uh, if you ever played the Zelda game, the original one, for the Super Nintendo, it's it looks exactly the same. It looks fucking amazing. It's over-the-top view, and the gra gra excuse me, graphics are just updated. It looks so good. So definitely check out that game for the Switch if you have one. All right, some movie news real quick. Sid Haig, a.k.a. Captain Spaulding from Three from Hell, The Devil's Rejects, what have you, he was in a serious car accident about three days ago. He now is in ICU, and his family asks everybody to pray for him. That was two days ago when they asked that, so I haven't had any updates since. We wish you the best, Sid. You're the bomb. Uh, speaking of SIG, we, well, this movie show will be late by a day next week because next Monday when I usually put it out, my daughter and I will be attending this, uh, the premiere, not like a premiere party, but the first day, the sneak peek, whatever of three from hell. They're only playing it three times in a movie. That's next Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So if you go the first night, you do get a poster and all that. So we will be going to see three from hell. The, this movie show will be a little late, but I will have the review for it. So definitely stay tuned.
Uh, Universal Horror Nights kicked off last weekend. My daughter and I are legit going next September. Instead of going next summer, we're saving and we're pushing it off a month or two, and well, a month and going in September. So we will have coverage of it also. But you got to see this week's stuff. So many people on YouTube posted it. They show the houses and the mazes. There's 10 this year, and it includes some of your favorite horror movies. They have a huge Us, Jordan Peele's Us Maze, Ghostbusters, Killer Clowns from Outer Space, and tons more. So definitely check out the opening night footage, the cool merchandise, and inside some of the mazes and haunted houses. And definitely stay tuned to this channel for next year because we will have footage of it. Uh, Ex-Batman star Christian Bale gave his thoughts and advice for the new Batman star Robert Pattinson. He said it's a good choice that he did take the role. He's interesting. I'm sure he'll come up with something really interesting. When they asked Bale uh, to give his advice, he said, oh, it's the same advice I gave for Ben Affleck. Just be able to pee by yourself. You don't feel much like a superhero when you can't take a piss by yourself. I have no fucking idea what that means. And it's cool because Robert Pattinson himself is filming a movie right now with, uh, what you call it, um, God damn it, I can't, Christopher Nolan. Christopher Nolan made the last three uh, Batman films, which were amazing. So he's actually filming a new thriller with him right now called Tenet. Robert Pattinson says him getting the role of Batman didn't even hit him until he was on the set of this new movie with the director of the last three. So he wasn't shy at all. He's bugging him and asking him tons of questions about advice of him playing Batman, how he gets more movement out of the suit, bathroom tricks, what have you. So that's really cool. All right, just so you know, guys, I will be doing bonus shows during the holiday. Actually, this Friday is Friday the 13th. So on YouTube and on here too, I'll do it maybe on here. I don't know. It's probably more visual, but it will be the top five Friday the 13th movies and the top five worst Friday the 13th movies. Yes, there are that many to have a top five good and bad. For Halloween, I will have our top five movies we watch at Halloween. For Christmas, I'll have our top five Christmas movies. And I'll also have our top five horror Christmas movies, because there are some of those too. So definitely stay tuned. We got those coming down the pipeline. All right, guys, thank you so, so much for joining the, uh, excuse me, joining me this week on this week's episode of Movies and More. You guys are the greatest fans. I love you all so much for listening. I'll be back in a couple days with the podcast for wrestling. Then we'll have the Friday the 13th special show for Friday the 13th Friday. Then this weekend, I'll have another wrestling YouTube video. And Tuesday, I'll have the review from Three from Hell and some more. All right, so remember to check us out on all social media, on YouTube and Facebook. We are the AE. AEW Insider and on Twitter with the AEW Insider one, like the number one. As always, I'm your host, Lee Benson. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's episode of the AEW Insider. Ciao, peeps.